This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Hello fellow Fox fans, how are we all? Do you have a good weekend? Are we all rested and raring to go and diving into the new year? Uh, <laughs> we're not, are we? We're all sat here in lockdown thinking, oh God. But at least we've got live football and at least you've got us. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Leicester Till I Die, now available on Spotify. It is, and it's Tuesday night. It's a new time, 7 o'clock. We're going to start our shows at 7, moving forward uh, where we can. Uh, obviously, the pre- and post-match won't be falling into that. But football is back, 3 o'clock on Saturday. Well, I never. Did you ever think you'd see a game again, 3 o'clock on Saturday uh, in these times? It is. It's the FA Cup. It's Stoke City. 
how are we feeling about it? Well, we're going to have a chat in a second with my um, chat chum, Craig, and we're going to look ahead to said FA Cup mat, uh, match. I want to know how you feel. How are you feeling about the FA Cup? Is it a distraction? Have we fallen into that bracket now? We've got the Europa League. We've got the Premier League. Are you looking forward to it? We've never won it. We've been in there a few times. We've been close a few times. We've uh, we've been the bridesmaid more often than not. Never yet to be the bride. Let us know your feelings on it. Love it or is it, is it a distraction? Oh, Matt Elliott, yeah. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates. Yeah, thanks a lot, Matt. You are watching Leicester Till I Die. And if you want, you want to watch us live, we're on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. We're on Periscope and Twitter, at Leicester TID. And obviously Facebook on the Leicester Till I Die group. If you're on Facebook, please give that subscribe button a little click. And then we can see who we're talking to, which is always so much nicer. And if you want to watch us on catch-up, because you're still having your dinner then obviously you can watch us on Leicester Deladay TV, like I say, on YouTube, or catch us on any of the, on your favourite podcasts. The main ones, obviously, Google, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor. But we are on all the uh, main podcasts as Leicester Till I Die. I'm going to say good evening to Matthew. How the devil are you, sir? Whereabouts are you, Matthew, today? Are you still, uh, still back home, or are you... Traveling around the world still. Let us know. Let us know where you are. And uh, we're also going to say good evening. Again, I don't know who I'm saying good evening to, but I'm going to say good evening to Facebook user. Mate, just give a click. There's nothing to to pay. There's nothing to download. Just click it. Let's just see. Like you saw, Matthew, then see who we are. Somebody I do know, and I, I'm going to bring him in now, and he'll probably not admit to knowing me, but I know him. It's my chat chum, Craig, for the preview show. Good evening, Craig. Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy Happy New Year. Who Who are you again? <laughs> no, I, I. You know what? I I wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and ask myself exactly that same question. <laughs> who are you? Well, it's, it's. I'm going. It's a new year. It's a new Chris. Um, well, maybe not. It's um, no. it's a new time. That's for sure. So, so you know, we've got we'll we'll be wrapped up in time to watch uh, watch a bit of Carabao Cup action. I've got a nice cottage pie slowly uh, baking away in the oven. We'll, we'll all be done and dusted uh, until we start waffling on. <laughs> I would say I'm on my way around to have some, but of course I'm not allowed <laughs> to be, am I? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Uh, we're going to say uh, good evening there to Rob. How you doing, Rob? Nice Rob. to have you along. Um, so I don't know about a new Chris. I'm certainly a fatter Chris. I've put on so much weight since we've been uh, starting this lockdown nonsense. If anybody's lost two stone, come and get it off me because I've got it here right <laughs> waiting for you. Um, FA Cup this weekend, um, mm. young Craig. Um, yeah. I, I asked the question at the start, and I want to say, if you're watching, let us know what your thoughts are on it. But... Uh, We've got a three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. It's coming from Stoke, the Bet365 Stadium, third round, and it's live on the BBC digital platform to you and me, the red button. Um, FA Cup, distraction or something to look forward to? 
it's always something to look forward to for me. You know, I think anybody who says it's a distraction will probably change their mind as soon as we're in a semi-final. So yeah. um, I, I don't believe it, to be honest. You know, for me, it's a, it's a prestigious cup competition that we've never won. We've been close, but never... I mean, the last... So the only time I've been close in my uh, lifetime was uh, the semi-final where Spurs did us, to be honest. I was mm. alive when we lost to Man City, but um, I was only a very, very young boy then, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I still remember. I still remember the the semi final at Villa Park against Spurs, and it and it still hurts. Uh, it hurts as much as Tommy Williams' leg. Yeah, oh yes, um, I remember that. I do, no, I, I, what I, I remember going to that because um, I was mm. working with somebody who was also a Leicester City fan, and we had to have alternate game. You know, we had to go alternate weeks to see the football. Because in those days it was mainly Saturdays, and we couldn't both have the same day off. And he got the um, it was Shrewsbury, if you remember, in the in the quarter, the famous yes. three goalie yeah. game, and yeah. um, and he got that. And I remember I was working in the town centre, and, I, and I, I'll swear to this day I heard the cheer when the fifth goal went in. I was leaving work. I got the F, I got the FA Cup game uh, semi final, thinking like, yes, I've got the semi final. It was. Like you say, but I, would, I remember, and it could only be the sun on the day that uh, we played in that semi final. The big front page was just two words it's war because it was the Falklands at the <laughs> same time. Yeah, it was. Of course, they had uh, Ozzy Ardiles and uh, and Ricky Villa playing for them. And um, yes, I, rem I remember the, the whole the, the, the game pretty vividly, to be honest. Uh, I remember. Uh, our deal is chipping the ball in for uh, Garth Crooks to to volley it, and I can still see that whole side of uh, Spurs fans jumping up into the air. And then obviously there was the the second goal, uh, the one of the best own goals you'll ever see from Ian Wilson managing to chip his chip his own keeper on the edge of the eighteen yard box. But um, yeah. and I would say one of the best performances I've ever seen by a player was Glenn Hoddle on that day. We, we couldn't get near him. He was, uh, he was fantastic. But yeah. Did they, I think they went on to so, win it, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. It was the last couple of times we've been in the semi-finals. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll never know because it looks like uh, Craig has frozen there. Um <laughs> Either that or he's posing very nicely for a uh, uh, a passport photograph. We'll carry on, Craig. I don't know if you can still hear us or not, but you've frozen. Um, we <laughs> let it go. Let no, I won't sing that to you, honestly. Let's just um, let's just see if Craig is um, going to come back to us. I can I can see him in the studio. See if he moves again. But at the moment, he he has frozen. Um, but uh, yes, we, we've always, like I say, been the bridesmaid. I'm just looking um, for some information here. With the most final appearances, and this is something obviously as Leicester City fans, we're probably not overly proud of, but we've got the most final appearances without ever winning, and that is four. 1949, 1961, 1963, and 1969. And he's actually left. He's obviously reloading, Craig, and I can tell you now, he was probably at that 1949 one, <laughs> truth be known. Whatever you do, guys, don't tell him I said that. 
I only said that because he's not here. Um, but yeah, we've been there four times. I love the FA Cup, and I love the fact that we sometimes we have good runs, and I love, I suppose, because Leicester to me. For so many years, Leicester have been an underdog team. I do see the FA Cup as being a chance for underdog teams to come through, have their moments. Quite often, it's against us, unfortunately. Um, but moving forward, and I did say when I said distraction, you know, do you count the Europa League as more important than the FA Cup? What would you sooner see us win? I wasn't sorry, I don't know about you guys, I wasn't sorry to see us go out of the um, uh, Caribou Cup. You know, we got Arsenal, we got them in the first round, or whatever round it was that we came in at. And I've got to be honest with you, yeah, we lost it. Wasn't sorry, because I knew we'd got Europa League coming up, we'd got all these games. I think we've got to lose, for my mind, we've got to lose something because we, we know when we say this all the time, we're playing too many games and I know they've got rid of replays, etc., etc. Maybe they should get rid of the Caribou Cup. Is that a waste of time now? FA Cup, I would like to see us win it in my lifetime. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but, uh, and in recent seasons, um, w- let's have a look how we've done. Uh, in recent seasons, well, of course, last season we got through to the um, quarterfinals uh, where we lost to Chelsea. Uh, I wonder how that went for them. <laughs> uh, and, of course, the year before we lost to Newport County. Mm. What was I just saying about the um, uh, uh, chance for small clubs to do well? They seem to do it against us. Chelsea in the sixth round uh, in the seventeen eighteen season. The fifth round to Millwall. Do we all remember that? <laughs> that was a game and a half, wasn't it? Um, was it? I'm trying to think which player. One of our players was actually too scared to go and uh, take throw-ins. Um, you know, somebody will remind me who that was. Um, and then uh, in the 15-16 season, something happened well in that season, I seem to remember. It was the third round. We lost to Spurs on the replay. I remember being with the Spurs fan when that happened, so I wasn't happy. Uh, anyway, I think we've got um, Craig back. I think he was reminiscing about the 1949 Cup final he was at. I think probably brought too many tears to his eyes. Remember, shh, don't tell him I said that. Let's bring him back in. Yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Back, uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, it was internet connection, as always. Uh, don't let, don't believe anyone who said it was me checking on my cottage pie. It's not true. <laughs> it, better be, it better be good, mate. You better be good now you've done that. <laughs> put, put another mouse on that wheel, mate. Get it running quicker for the internet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was just saying, you, you've, not, you've not really missed a lot. Um, just me, me gabbing on, basically. But uh, hmm. obviously you've got the, the, the four bridesmaid fi- um, semi-finals we made there, 49, 61, 63 and 69. Um Sorry, the finals, you know, when, when we lost, or with yeah. the bridesmaid. Um, I'm sure you remember most of those, but do you... Um... <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> we were just looking at our, our recent history. Most recently, of course, Chelsea last year yeah. in the empty stadium. Yeah, that's uh, it's not a good set of results, is it, really? Um, no. We, we seem to struggle with... Uh, we, 
you know, if there's a big team to be had, then we usually find it. But uh, but even yeah. so, I mean, uh, that that Newport one still still rankles. I'm going to say we don't we don't do awfully lot better against uh, against uh, the, the smaller teams. Wickham Wanderers, who I mean, like, there was I hoping for a uh, that was the FA Cup, wasn't it? Indeed, it was. And I was, was hoping yeah, quarter final. I mean, it was the it was the dream tie. Wickham Wanderers at home. We got Wickham Wanderers at home. Yeah. In the past, though, Craig. And I always think, like I say, I want us to I want us just to see us win the FA Cup. Yeah. I don't know that I want to see us win the FA Cup more than the Europa League. Probably not, because we're always in the FA Cup, whatever happens, where you've obviously got to qualify for the Europa League. But we've always where we've put second string teams out, we've always struggled against even though the smaller teams. It's come back and back bit us on the bum, you know. Claude Puel was the uh, was 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 the you know my, my thought with that yeah. with the Newport, but our B team at the moment has proven itself to be really good. Um, yes, not not so good against Palace, although you know as we know with that with that penalty, it could have been a, a different story, and we we definitely played well enough in that first half. And um, you know what, from from my perspective. If you could guarantee that you were going to go deep into Europa League, then you'd you'd say, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But you can't. Football's football's. We all know how stupid football is. You know, yeah. we can say that, and we can get knocked out in the next round of the Europa League, and we'd be bemoaning the fact that we played a weakened team in the FA Cup, and we should have gone for it. You know, that's that's the nature of football. It's the nature of football fans. For me, if you're in a competition, you're in it to win it, uh, and I can. Un- yeah. To stand up to a point, the fact that you know we had an extra competition this year with European football that there wasn't so much emphasis on the on the League Cup, even that I wasn't overly happy about. But for me, at the end of it, there's a there's a Wembley appearance uh, and a cup to lift, and I'd much rather see a Leicester City player lifting that cup than any other player. So yeah. for me, you know, we, we we go for it. I think we've got a good enough squad to make a, a few changes. Um, but not not wholesale, and I think it helps with the fact that we don't have a midweek game. So it's like yeah. a it's like a weekend league fixture, and then we've got a whole week to prepare for the next game. So I don't think there's any reason, unless people have got knocks and little niggles that they want to rest. Mm. I don't think there's a valid reason for making wholesale changes. I'm I'm lost without a Leicester City game during the week at the moment. Like what what am I going to do? I'm going to have to uh, rediscover right. Netflix. Um, <laughs> Stephen, thank you very much. I was talking while you're out about that Millwall game, mm. which again bit us on the bum. Um, and ah. one, of, one of our players being scared to go and take throw ins, it was, of course, Ben Chilwell. I couldn't remember who it was. Um, I, um, Matthew, I had the pleasure of being at that game. At, um, I, pleasure, is right? no, it's not, it's, it was a ridiculous game. You know, we, we didn't play very well at all. We had, um, I think we had a centre-half, didn't we, making his debut that we had on loan, who then got injured. Um, Molly Wagu, I think his name was, um, played at centre-half. But yeah, Ben Chilwell, you know, yeah, by all accounts, he, he was too scared to take the throw-ins. But at the end of the game, they, you know, they, they all came on the pitch. They were goading the Leicester City fans and um, police seemed to do absolutely nothing other than just stand and watch. It's not. It's a frightening place to go, Millwall. And I've been to. I've been to Millwall away. I've been to both dens, 
has lost uh, times in cup games and both times after they've beaten us, they've still come on the pitch. Mm. Madness. I, I seem to remember um video of the Leicester City team bus getting pelted as it was uh, was it either arriving or I think it was leaving, I think. And yeah, again yeah. the police weren't doing an awful lot there, but um, nah. that, that that's that's another topic for another time. Um just wanna bring up here, oops, let me just bring this up. Um we've got Stoke, uh championship side, possibly a um banana skin, or do you think we'll have enough, Craig? I think I think we should have enough to be honest. I think they I think it's Michael O'Neill, I think, is the manager, isn't it? The ex um hmm. Irish manager. Uh, and I think he's got them pretty solid at the minute. They haven't got a lot of goals in them. Um, so there's the famous last words. Um, and I think <laughs> at fault. home, like a lot of teams, I, I think at home they're struggling a little bit more than they are away. Um, but again, you know, it's not like the old the old uh, Stoke team where you, you knew you were going to get clogged as well. I think he's tried to change a bit of football, uh, the way they play play a little bit more football. They've still got some old players. I think Joe Allen's still there. But uh, we should have enough uh, to, to get through this one. Pretty even on the old history there. 101 games we've played. Won and lost 33, drawn 35. You couldn't stick a feather between us, really, could you? No. You know, no. I think, we, we, you know, up until recent years, we, we're sort of similar, weren't we? Both sort of yo-yo clubs, you know, yeah. happy to just stay in the league most seasons. But uh, we know Stoke have had a, a pretty torrid reputation for a long, uh, a long time uh, in terms of their football. Um, it was always, it was, it was always, can you do it on a rainy uh, Tuesday night in Stoke, wasn't it? But um, yes, I don't think having Tony Pulis as the manager, yeah, I don't think having Tony Pulis as the manager enhanced their reputation an awful lot, did he? <laughs> you know, no, not um, at all. so. In the FA Cup, we've played each other ten times. We've only had, well, we've won two, drawn four of which we've lost two of the replays and lost two. So again, you know, it it, it literally is all to play for um, with them. And uh, this was our last time we played there, Stoke in the FA Cup, which was two thousand and fourteen. Um, and it was Stoke oh, okay. 2, Leicester 1, Nugent with the 77th minute under Nigel Pearson. And I, I, yeah, I don't know if you can see that team there at all. Um, just to quickly yes, answer yeah. it. Yeah, Schmeichel in goal. Uh, I wonder whether what's happened to him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, me just, let me just take that banner off because um, we can't see who the bottom player is there. Oh, look, it's Jamie Vardy. Oh, was, was up front, but... Matty James, who's just going down the M69 now. Um, Richard yeah. Lapp, Paul Pincheski, Ingarsi Miguel. Now, there was a... I remember seeing him down in Bournemouth. Uh, yeah. Dean Hammond, Andy King, who's just joined our Belgian cousins. Yes, I saw Andy. that, yeah. Good afternoon. Looking at that, it, looked, it didn't look a bad team, did it? But, you know, they... I think they went 2-0 up before. No, not, uh, not a bad team. I mean, I wonder, was that the year that they actually made the final? Because they, they, they made an FA Cup final, didn't they? But um, I've I got a feeling that they got a... 
Mm. I thought I thought they did, but I could be wrong. Someone will tell us no doubt. But I thought they got a good hiding. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, never never a nice place to go, Stoke. To be honest. No, uh, it was the third round, and um, we, we were destined for better things that season, weren't we? <laughs> yes, we were indeed. A great uh, yeah. a start of a start of a great adventure that was. Yeah, <laughs> somebody saying here. Hopefully, I won't get on the bus. I hope. Well, you'll explain that in more more detail. <laughs> um, Nacho to get the winner. <laughs> I hope Nacho doesn't get anywhere near the pitch. Now that you know, you know now he'll come on and get a hat trick. But you know my thoughts about him at the moment. Um, and look, I, th I think I think the nation knows. <laughs> he's had his chance hopefully he gets on the bus First, he can go to Coventry I'll tell you Matthew love beating Stoke ever since they relegated us to Division 1 we mentioned that before didn't we um, yeah. were you were there were you there then no I wasn't there I remember watching it um, like most of us just watching with disbelief um, on I think it was a Sunday afternoon last day of the season and just almost resigned to the fact that we were going down um and you know it, every time you, every time you get relegated it it hurts doesn't it you know and you feel it's the end of the world and then it doesn't seem to matter what division you're in as soon as your team starts winning again the, you know the world looks a little bit rosier though even though we were down in league one you know we were winning week in and week out and bound straight back and uh, and we know how that uh, that passage of uh, football uh, seasons ended up so we, we had to plumb the depth and then we came back as, as as champions in the end of it. I remember not feeling, and I think I said this to you before we came live, I never just sat there, like you say, it was resigned because I think we would we were almost for three or four seasons before that and, I, and people sort of blame Ian Holloway and to me I can't because he proved he was a not a, you know, he was quite a decent manager by taking Blackpool up and Yes, be honest with you. That that's not a a a, a a a bad thing, you know, to do if you can, if you can do yeah. that. It, we were in a malaise, weren't we? It was it was just a case of when rather than if. I think. Yeah, I think we were going through some dodgy seasons. We had a few dodgy managers. Nobody was sticking around very long, to be honest. And um, and then I think we, we uh, was it in the Mandarich years. I think. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it was, but yeah, it was just a, almost a, an unforgettable period of our football club. Um, and, uh, you know, even now, you know, we struggle to remember it because we can't even remember who the managers were before and after. But um, unfortunately, but, I, can say, remember Craig Levine. Yeah, I can remember Craig yeah, you Levine. Do, you, do like, you do like mentioning Craig Levine, don't you? I mean, around that time, I remember we had Martin Allen for a while, didn't we? We had Martin Allen, we had. Um, uh, Rob Kelly was made up from coach, not unlike Craig Shakespeare, but yes. uh, the thing was yeah, yeah. with Craig, my, my two sons were both uh ball boys in, in the days when the no, Matt ball boys match day mascots in the back back in the day when you only had one per team. And uh, we were because I lived in Burnley, we played Burnley away, and uh, they got to be the mascots. And Craig Levine was one manager, and Ian Holliday, uh, Holloway was the other. I tell you what, you, you've got to get off pitch. They're, they're completely different. They literally yeah. are so nice, but 
you don't remember them for that. You remember the fact that they got just relegated. But um, that's all you remember, unfortunately. It is. It is. And I, I guess it, it is still going to be like a little. You know, it's, uh, it was a big thing for us. And yes, it was the start of great things to come. And sometimes, you know, you have to take that one step back, don't you? And you yeah. know, Nigel. Who'd have thought Nigel Pearson, who'd only just kept Southampton up the season before at our expense, as it happened. <laughs> would come in and and do what he did. Yeah, you can never tell some, you know, managers fit clubs, players fit clubs, you know, it doesn't make them a bad manager if it doesn't work, doesn't make you a bad player if it doesn't work for you at that club, although I'm sure you'd you'd say uh, something different about Inacho. But, you know, it, it, sometimes everything blends together. You get the right manager with the right bunch of players, all those who have got something to prove. And I'm sure it hurt a lot of players you know, going down to, to League One and being part of that. Uh, but they all pulled themselves together and, and, and got us back at the first time. And that, that was in its own way, when you looked at how Man City didn't do that, Leeds United took ages to come out. Yeah. You know, we, we, we bounced straight back. And I always remember that we, we ended up that season, we were in League One, we had a lot of lone players, which was great mm -hmm. because... Pearson had obviously gone in with that decision that he wasn't going to sign players that he might not need if we actually get out of that division. Yeah. You know, I yeah. Think, uh, and I remember, you know, I can remember, um, I think we, I think we got promoted again, you know, may, maybe in my memory is playing tricks. I think we got promoted away at Bolton. I'm sure not put one in the top court. What he did. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I think, well, no, no, I think we got promoted. I think the Bolton game was when we won the championship because Lloyd Dyer scored. Was the championship? I right. think that was when we. Oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we got promoted. Did we beat? Did Knockyart get the goal? Was it Sheffield Wednesday? I think it was down the pub watching it. It was Sheffield Wednesday. It was a free kick Knockyart took. That might. I don't uh, know. Or, or did we not play and Derby didn't win anyway? I don't know. But yeah, I remember the Bolton game. Mm. Yeah, we're getting I, I too old, mate. One. We're getting too old. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Our memories, our memories are going. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, we're looking at um, at Stoke at the moment. Uh, I mean, we're up there third. They're down there. That's not coming up very well again. But that's seventh Stoke are in the championship. Um, do you, I have to say, do you, do you think we're going to have too much for them? Yeah, I think they're I think they're consistently average, uh, is mm. what I'd say at the minute about Stoke. As you can see that, I mean, there's a lot of draws there, one win yeah. and one defeat. Um, as I say, I don't think so. I'm just trying to see that. So they've they've only scored what 26 goals. Yeah. Um, so that sort of backs up the fact that, and, but they haven't let loads in. So I think they're a pretty dour team at the minute. So it might be a bit of a, a bit of a boring watch, to be honest. If we have to break them down, but I mean they'll they'll see it as a free hit. Nobody's expecting them to to really beat a team that's third in the in the Premier League. So you know their players will be up for it. So I think in the first instance we've we've got to win the battle um, to to play our football. Um, so that that first twenty minutes is going to be quite interesting, and we we need to sort of either start really fast. Or just deal with whatever they want to try and throw at us. I, I I said whilst you were off checking your cottage pie, 
I, I, I mentioned the fact that what I love about the FA Cup is the fact that it's the small teams get pitted against the big teams. And it's, it's even more so. I mean, I know it can happen at you know, some point in the Caribou Cup, but the FA Cup, it is something when, when, and we it's about the little boys meeting the big boys. And for so long, we let's be honest with you, we've been one of the little boys, haven't we? We have, yeah. We, you know, we'd come into it with an inferiority complex, and um, you know, it was exciting. You'd be excited about who you got um, because you were just excited. You wanted to draw one of the big boys because it was probably one of the few chances you get to see them. Um, and it was exciting that one of the big clubs would be coming down, especially if you got them at home. Now you want to avoid them because you think you've got a chance of winning the competition. You know, so yeah, times have changed very much so. Um, yeah. And th th this isn't the easiest. It's not the easiest cup time, cup tie that we could have had, but it's definitely one that's uh, well within our uh, our reach of beating uh, Stoke. And. Just to have a look here, this is who we've got, Tony Harrington, who I've never heard of, to be honest with you. But the big thing there, of course, we must remember, is no VAR. Now, mm. you could be, if we were playing at home, we would have VAR. But because we're playing away, we haven't got VAR. So mm. it's not really a level playing field, is it? No, it's not for me. It's either... It's either everybody has it or everybody doesn't yeah. in a competition. You can't, you know, you can't just switch it. I assume that there's still replays in the, in the third round. Um, I'm not. Oh, I haven't got that there. No, somebody might. Somebody might know because mm. uh, obviously they've got rid of replays altogether in the Caribou. I'm guess. I would have thought that they got mm. rid of it literally because of the fixture backlog. Uh, they might have got mm. rid of uh, replays. Somebody will let us know. I'm sure, but. Now I just can't, you know. If if you know if Man United get a penalty, I don't know if Man United are at home. But let's, for example, say Man United are at home. The chances are they'll get a VAR penalty. We claim for a penalty. It's not given. We lose. I, I just say. I just. I just. For me, I, I think it's very, very bad. Like you say, it should be all or nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's fundamentals. Is that? should be that everybody's playing under the same set of rules. I mean, that's a fundamental of football. So uh, I, I don't see how they can justify um, justify having no uh, VAR at some grounds and, and having it at others. Yeah. Now, that's interesting. No replays. So uh, mm. we, we, we could be yeah. having the excitement of a penalty shootout <laughs> if mm. it all goes well. I mean, I don't know. Have you had a chance well, to study Stoke? Is there anybody there that we should be worried about at all? Um, from the little I've seen of them, to be honest, I've not studied them uh, in great depth, to be honest. But uh, no, I, I don't think they've got anybody who's pushing up uh, big numbers in terms of goals. As I say, I think Joe Allen's. I think they've still got a few of the old, the old players who, uh, who are still there. But there's, there's nobody there. Let, let's just say that I don't think there's great transfer rumours about anybody pinching anyone from Stoke, and I think that says a lot. <laughs> Okay, it's that time um, when we ask you to put on Brendan's shoes. We'll go back to his shoes this week. I think that that's the, the safest okay, option. Yeah. Um, now then, this is where it's going to be very interesting to see. Oh. And again, that's not, that's just that's just the, uh, the the graphic. Don't everybody thinking? Oh, is that the team we're putting out? 
As far as I can see, there's no fresh injury concerns um, for Brendan. Uh, there's nothing I've heard of as yet. Uh, what do you do? Do you go out, go with a strong team, get a lead, then change? Or do you go out with a second-string team, hope we're hanging on, and then if we need to, bring the big boys on at the end? We haven't got a game either side of this, so we don't need to rest No, them. No, we haven't. But I, I think... I think it'll be a bit of a mix. I think he will give a couple of players an opportunity to to either step up or, or have a rest. But, I mean, looking at the team I've picked, there's probably yeah, three or four. There's probably three or four, maybe even five changes there. Um, okay. But I think they're in areas that won't overly um, weaken us, shall we say. Um, yeah. Players who we know can come in and do a job. Um and obviously, you know, we, we, we can have a strong bench as well. But uh, no, I, I think it, I think it'll, it'll be a bit of a, a few changes, but uh, not the wholesale ones. I don't think you're going to see eight or nine changes like we did for the uh, uh, for the Palace game, for instance. Well, we've been linked with a um, goalie this week, which I don't know why we're, we're going to have, have a team of goalies soon, aren't we? Because Pokovic is supposed to be... Uh, possibly re-signing, but have you gone for Ward or Schmeichel? I I think he'll play Ward, to be mm. honest. Um, yeah, I think you know you've got to keep. You never know when he is going to be needed. Um, so I think it makes sense. He's he's not really let us down. I don't think he's ever done had any howlers or whatever. So I no. I think he'll be in for this game, to be honest. And I think in the past he has um, he has liked Ward in, in the cup games, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, and wh- how many? What? 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 Uh, what we're going for for defence then? Uh, so I think he's going to stick with a four-one-four-one. For me, it, it seems yeah. to be the, uh, the, the, the 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 formation of choice at the minute. And as I say, yeah. I, I think I was only one out uh, in my team selection um, for the last game against Newcastle, and and I think he's getting close to a pretty settled side if everyone's fit. To be honest, um, so. But in the back, um, I think there'll be a couple of changes uh, along the back. I think you'll see uh, Evans, and I think you'll see Kaglar play alongside Evans. I think it's a uh, it's a good game for him to come back. To be honest, uh, I think JJ will still play. I think the, the the guy seems to have boundless energy, and Ricardo's still not fit. So yeah. I think JJ will hold down that right back spot. And I think Luke Thomas will come in on the left uh, and give uh, Castagna a bit of a breather. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and Thomas Thomas did well against Palace. To be honest, I thought he he played pretty well. He was one of the uh, one of the better players on that performance. I think Luke Thomas. To be honest with you, he well he scored a goal in the in in the Europa League, hasn't he? You know, he's no yeah. <laughs> he's not he's not let us down when when we've needed no. him. Um, so uh, and you know when you look at some of these players that um, Keysby Hall's doing well on his loan. Yes, um, yeah. I think I don't know the I can't pronounce his name. He's just possibly going out on loan. So yeah, we, we you know we, we've got the, the youngsters. Um, not a bad bat for that. I can see where you're coming from with that. And then I'm yeah. guessing now then Mendy or Indeedy, who are you going for? You know what? This is the one where I'm not sure. I, I'm really not sure uh, um, because I think, you know, you do want a strong uh, player sitting in there. 
Mendy's never let us down. Um, indeed, for me, is a far better player. But I think he'll go with Mendy, to be honest, in mm. this one. Yeah. I think with when you look at these players, like you say, like you've, you've left out there, Indeedy, um, uh, Castagna, they're players that have recently been injured. Yeah. And having, having that extra time off isn't going to do them any harm at all, let's be honest with you. No. no. So, um, right. We're getting into midfield. Yeah, so across the four, um, the two wide ones, I think, will be the same. I'm going to stick with all Brighton and Barnes. I think Barnes has done uh, done pretty well the last few games, to be honest. He, he looks to be more positive. Um, I think, I'm not sure Brendan was totally sure about him, but I think he's he's uh, uh, he's done enough over the last few weeks to show that he's got a bit more of a goal threat. I think he's already equaled his tally for last season yeah. already. So, um and I think, you know, a player like that, someone who's going to take the game to, to a lower league opposition, um, I think is critical there. So I think Barnes and uh, and All Prime does a, does a great job um, and I think with, in that with, role. With, with Barnes as well, he's, he's used to that league, isn't he? Because he, he was there a lot on loan. Yeah, he is. He, he had a great time while he was at West Brom. So um, so I think he, he's done enough uh, to, to get a run out. He's young enough. He's not had any injuries or knocks. So I don't think there's any reason to not play him. And I don't think we've naturally got uh, another left-sided attacker who, who, who sort of fits it, unless unless he played under. Uh, but I know he, he tends to play off the right. So, uh, um, uh, But so I'm going to stick with Barnes anyway. Yeah. So the two in the middle is where I'm going to change it, I think. So I'm going to put Pratt and Perez in there. Wow. Okay, that is a big change. Well, I think I think they're similar um, to the two that you drop out. So Madison, you know, Madison, we saw, um, you know, he, he says he's okay, uh, but we, he did look a little bit dodgy when he extended that that leg uh, yeah. and felt his knee the other night. Um, you know, he, he seems that he said he was okay, but I don't think it makes any sense to try and risk him uh, in this game. Uh, and for me, he's been playing a little, little bit more further forward in and around Vardy. So for me, Perez is a, a perfect replacement for that. Uh, and Pratt um, is the busy player who can just sit in behind there. And I think, again, another player who's, who's pretty solid for us and, and deserves a run out. So, uh, so all Brian Barnes, Perez and uh, Pratt as the four there. Right. Now, I am now hovering over the remove you from the screen button, depending yeah. who you are going to pick. Because I have a feeling who Brendan might pick, but who are you going to pick? Uh, well, to be honest, I, I don't think you, know, you can look beyond uh, Slimani for this, uh, <laughs> for this game. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't argue. <laughs> You know what? Compared to what I, I, I wouldn't mind either. You know, I, I'd be quite happy to see him have a run out and see what he's got uh, against a team yeah. like Stoke. Um, but I have gone for Vardy. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're a fine, you're a fine, uh, you're a fine man and a gentleman, sir. <laughs> I think I mean, Vardy's, Vardy's looking sharp. You know, it's against lower league opposition. I don't think they'll come up against a, a Vardy week in, week out. 
And I think it's one of those situations because he has got a week um, to recover afterwards. You know, if we mm. can start the game strong and get a couple of goals up, then um, then we can make the change. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. You're heaping a lot of pressure onto Ian Acho. I think Ian Acho would benefit coming on if we were ahead uh, and there's less pressure on him. I think throwing him in again after last week uh, when he missed the penalty against Palace, I'm not sure that's a great, uh, great thing. So I would stick with Vardy for this one. I mean, looking at that team, um, I mean, I agree with Vardy. I just have this fear that he will go with Inacho because he likes to go with Inacho in cup games. Um, and, of yeah. course, what he might be looking at that is, well, this is Stoke, let's put Inacho on, let him get a couple and boost his confidence. But then mm. I was saying that about Palace. I was saying, you know, <laughs> when we were playing Crystal Palace, this was the game when the pressure's off Inacho and he should come on and score a couple. But, yes, yeah. um, I, I'd sooner, like you say... Put Vardy on, let him have 60 minutes, hopefully maybe get one or two and uh, and then maybe bring in Acho on just to see um, what what yeah. we can do. Uh, no room for an Acho, somebody's put here. There is the changing room. Let's hope they lock the doors and don't let him out. Um, <laughs> my, I must admit, I, mean, I, I like the look of that. I agree with you. I mean, Ward, I think, is a... Is a is a nailed on. I think he, again, he, like in Acho, he does like to play Ward in the um, in the goalies for, for the cup games. So Unchu, I, I, yeah, I, I think it could be a good game for him to come back to. But also, depending how physical it is, we don't want him to get another knock. But yeah, like you say, sooner him come back in with this one than maybe in a in, in a, a Premier League game when we are forced to make the change if he's injured. JJ is just going from strength to strength for me. Luke Thomas, like you say, hasn't let us down. Nor has Mendy. Mendy, for me, he's, no. he's almost been the find of, find of the season. I would like to see Under get a start. If he if he's fit and you know that niggle that he's had is okay, I would like to see him have a start um, and and you know maybe give Albrighton a, a rest and maybe bring Albrighton yeah. on it if we need to. But as I, my scare is, I do honestly think that he's gonna. He's going to play in actual up front. But if that's the case, I'm going to start a campaign to have you as installed. <laughs> you know, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, if he started under. It also wouldn't surprise me if he started Gray, to be honest. I remember he started him, I think if I remember rightly, this time last year we had Brentford away and, mm. uh, and we won, I think, there may have been one nil, and I think it was an early goal. Um, it was one nil. It wasn't a classic uh, game. Sure. No, I think it was a great pass by Dennis Pratt out to to Gray, who put it in, and Ian Acho scored. I think, if I remember rightly, uh, uh, quite early on in that game. Um, but I don't know. You never know with Brendan, do you? He just likes to spring something on us. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. that's my team. I think that's that's a good enough team to win the time. Maybe give Gray some time, put him in the shop window. <laughs> I don't know. Um, do, you, do you do that at the risk of the team? But we all know he, he, he can produce the odd bit of brilliance, but unfortunately it's only once or twice a season if we're lucky, you know. But no, I think the, thing I is, think the team... Sorry, carry on. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, yeah, I mean, by all accounts, there's quite a few clubs interested in Gray, so... 
I, I don't necessarily think it needs to be in the shop window anymore if, if uh, you believe what's uh, what we're hearing you know a couple of teams abroad um, uh, and two or three uh, over here so you know he probably if, if he thinks he's got some money he, he could get some money for him then it makes sense to, to not risk him to be honest the only, the only problem is that if we I can't remember how much we, we, we bought him for I have a feeling Brad Hicksie Hicks, who um, who's, who's very good, he's, he's our little stat man, is Brad Hicksie Hicks, and he, he digs me out of the, the mess quite a few times. If you're still watching, Brad, how much did we pay Birmingham for um, uh, Gray? Problem is, out of... Um, out of uh, sorry, come the end of the season, sorry, he's out of contract, and yeah. he could go for think and if he decides to sign for is it Marseille I think it was possibly one of the teams that was interested in him um, and, and I can see he's the sort of player that might fancy him uh, self abroad you know um, we, we could lose him for nothing well it's interesting because they have um, they have Tovin uh, who, who plays in the same position who's also out of contract in the in the summer Um who is also uh, who also been linked with us? I know he had a, a period at Newcastle, um, which didn't really yeah. work out for him, but he's been really strong for Marseille the last couple of seasons. So, uh, right. who knows? Maybe there's a there's a quiet little swap on the cards in January. Three point seven five million for Gray. Apparently, let's face it, we've we've lost more on other players, and we'll certainly be losing more than that on Slimani. Uh, Charlie. Um, we play three o'clock on, and I know, don't fall off your chair, but we play three o'clock on Saturday. Um, it's on the BBC red button. Um, I'm, I have a feeling, is he not? Is Slamani in his last, is, it this, is his um, contract run out? We could lose him for nothing? Uh, I think so. I think so, yeah. Um, there's not been a, a lot of talk about anybody coming in for him. Um, no. But I, I don't think you need to put in a squad either, so I'm sure he's eligible to play in this game or at least make the bench. And I just think, you know, what other business other than football, if if we lose Gray and Slomani, we've lost, we're writing off there virtually £35 million. Pounds. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's mad, I tell you. Everything's gone mad. It really has. Well, we're going to ask for people's um, score predictions. I'm going to come back to you for yours in a second, um, uh, Craig. But first of all, before that, we're going to have a little, very, very little quick break. And then we're going to have a look at a classic game that you've got lined up for us. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Now available on Spotify. Indeed. So, with every preview game, um, the oracle that is Craig takes us back in time and looks at a classic match. Uh, wasn't the one I thought he was going to go for. Then the classic matches aren't always obviously 10-0 wins, 5-0, whatever. They're just matches that stay in the memory a long time. And uh, this is one that uh, stayed in uh, in Craig's. Whether it will stay in mine or not, he'll always have a question for me. I don't know, but uh, let, let's I've, go for it. I've got two questions for you um, on this oh, one, Chris. One's, one's a little easier than the other. 
But um, help me out here, guys. If you're watching, help me out with the answers as well as as well as putting your score predictions up there. So, um, taking you back to the 17th of December, 2016. Um, so it was after we'd won the league, um, and it was uh, a little thing that I would I would call the battle of the bet three six five. Um, for those of you who do remember this game, um, it was Craig Pawson decided to take centre stage, and no, really, he sent off, he sent off Vardy after twenty eight minutes of this game. I, I was at this game, a great following as always from from the Leicester faithful. Everything that could go wrong in this game went wrong, particularly in the first hour or the first hour. Um, so Vardy got sent off for what seemed to be an innocuous uh, challenge. It was a straight red. 28 minutes, we're down to 10 men. Um, they scored. Um, they scored, let's see who scored, Bojan. Bojan scored for, uh, for Stoke. And then Joe Allen um, scored right on half-time as well. On the, I think it was three minutes into injury time of the first half to go 2-0 up. So we were 2-0 down at half-time. Uh, i tell you what, the thing I remember about this is it was the most animated I think I've ever seen Ranieri um, at the side of a pitch. The, the referee and, and all the players, the, the tunnel is down near the corner and it was right near where the Leicester fans were. And the Leicester fans, as you can imagine, were letting Porson know what they thought of him. But Ranieri absolutely gave him a mouthful as he came off the pitch. He couldn't believe what had happened. We lost our heads. Um, we had six of the players booked in that game. So a red card and six yellows. How, how we managed to keep everyone on, else on the pitch, I don't know. But we, we definitely lost it. in that Between um, half-time and Friday being set off, I think five of those players were booked during that period. I'm looking at the times here. Uh, Danny Simpson got booked on the 38th, Andy King on the 43rd, Slim Arley on the 43rd, Albright and Fuchs both got booked on the 45th minute. Yeah, I think they were probably uh, complaining about the, the soft penalty that was given. It was an absolute shocking first half. Uh, as I say, all those. And then Leicester City, we managed to pull it out of the bag, up to a point anyway. Ajoa gets a goal back in the 74th minute. And then up pops Blank in the 88th minute at the back post for a header um, to put us 2-2. And we come out of it with a with a 2-2 draw uh, when it looked far, far uh, from us being getting anything from that game. So there's question number one, Chris. Who popped up at the back post and stuck in a header from about three yards out, I think? Uh, and the other question is, who was our substitute goalkeeper at that time? Ah, right. That's a okay. tricky one. That is, now. Some of these are, are easy, but, yeah, I'd like to know if you knew who was uh, who was our goalkeeper who was sitting on the bench during I, I, this, I, uh, I this can, period. Of time. I can see him. Was it Mark Schwarzer? If you can see him then you're not seeing him very clearly because he wasn't. Oh, I was really, I was impressed with myself then. I really thought, in that case, Ben Hamer. Another good wrong shout. Oh, right. Well, I am, uh, I'm running out of ideas. Let's go on to the goal scorer. 
Yeah. Uh, the person I thought that you were going to, I was going to say, was fine until you said um, uh, who popped up with the header at the back post. Um, I wouldn't have gone for this one. Has Andy got it right? He has. It was. It was Daniel Amati. Uh, a player Again, that I, think... I, wouldn't got, I wouldn't have got that. I was going to go for who? Oh, wait, no, it was. It was Daniel Amati. I don't think he'd really made an impact um, uh, up, up until that point. You know, I don't think he'd, he'd, he'd really made a name for himself or done anything, but he was a hero during that game because it, it was a great header, to be honest. Uh, and we felt justified, you know, as you can imagine, in a game like that, down to 10 men for over an hour. Uh, he, he did have to get escorted off the pitch. I remember, as I say, I remember it very well being there. Um, but he was a great performance, a great comeback from the team. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it'd be interesting to see if anybody can remember who that substitute goalkeeper was. OK, so let, let, let's go through this then. I hate to be beaten. Um <laughs> I, I did well last week. I, I got I got it right. The, the last twice I think I got it right. I'm struggling this time. So it wasn't Schwarzer, who I thought it was. Um, uh, I've forgotten who else I said after that. Who, who did I say after Schwarzer? You said Hamer. Hamer. Wasn't Hamer. Um, ah, and I think Andy is, is uh, Googling here. Because I think yes, you're quite right, Andy. And I'm going to give it. I could, I course, I could just say this now, going like, "Yep, yeah, I've realised who it is." Being the honest person that I am, I can't. I've got to give this to Andy, who got in there first. Um, and I'm guessing that's the it right answer. Ron Robert Zeeler. Yes. Whatever happened to him? The he Selco had a good reputation, didn't he? Mm. He did. And I think he went back to Germany. He's done pretty well for himself. But, um, yeah, didn't get many opportunities had, with us, that's for sure. He had some nightmares, didn't he? He was... Uh, what well, wasn't quite up like there with... Not, uh, not that long ago, but it's uh, it's uh, it just shows you how how we forget, you know, some players who pull on the shirt for us. Oh, yes. And uh, and some, of course, we want to forget that are still here. Nacho! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, all I say, I, I am I'm the guy, right? Do you remember when Liverpool played Milan in the Europa League final, in the Champions yeah. League final? I was watching yeah. it with my son, and at half-time, Liverpool were 3-0 down, and I went, we've lost this. They're not Well, not we've not lost this. They've lost this. They're never going to come back yeah. from this. And, of course, they got it back to 3-3, and it went to penalties. And then who was the guy who missed the big penalty? He was, um, oh, he was like Football of the Year and all sorts. Was it Shevchenko? Uh, right. Yes, Shevchenko. And I turned around to my son and said, I'd put my mortgage on him scoring. And, of course, he missed. <laughs> so it shows what my punditry is like. And I hope that I keep knocking in Acho is that he's going to come on and score, score a hat-trick and prove me wrong, you know. But um, well, maybe may, if, if he does, Chris, maybe you need to get his name on the back of one of your shirts. <laughs> I couldn't afford that now. I tell you, I'm not working. I couldn't <laughs> afford. I could just about get Natch 
that's about as much <laughs> as I could fit on there. Um, I'm sure um, I'm sure Craig will get you a prize there, Andy. For it. he uh, he he sets the questions and the prize yeah, is nothing to do with me. All, all you need to do, Andy, is um, is prove that you didn't Google it. And I'm, I'm sure what we'll have to start doing is like they do on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I'm going to have to send somebody round to just sit <laughs> with you while I do. I want to put the quiz on. To make you sure can't there's do no, that, uh, though. Uh, lockdown, lockdown. You can't do that. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> We're buggered always, aren't we? No, I'm, sure right, I'm sure your knowledge, Andy... I'm sure your knowledge brought it out, Andy. I I, I, I trust you implicitly. How, how 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 dare we accuse him of googling it? You know, I must admit, I I've got a couple of um, of matches back up here where um, the the last league games that we played, and I was quickly looking at that to see whether I'd got that game up there. But of course, I I hadn't. It was the uh, <laughs> to the season after. But so. It is that time of the night now. We've, we've done the, the memorable game. Um, here we go, Andy. If Nacho scores a hat-trick, that's worth a tattoo. Well, that's you, Andy. You're going to get the <laughs> tattoo. It's up there on the screen now. If he gets a hat-trick, Andy, you have got to get an Nacho tattoo. We've got witnesses. Do you agree with that, Craig? Yeah, let's see if we can get that trending so uh, he knows and Brendan knows. Yes, yeah. Brendan, I want, I want him to start now. I want him to start and yeah. get out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andy, you said it. It's there. It will be there now. You can't take these things off when you say. Brad, uh, Brad Hicks, Hicks, they're agreeing uh, with what we were saying about um, our friend Ron, one of the worst second-choice keepers I've ever seen in my time supporting LCFC. I don't know. It, I thought... He was not a bad buy, but he just it just didn't do it for us. Um, now then, what we've got here, Matthew um, did say this earlier, 3-0 to Leicester, easy, he says. Oof. Okay. What are you going to go now? You'd, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely take that, definitely without a, a, a thing. Now, I've got, this, I've got this ready now, just in case Craig happens to go for a 3-2 or a 3-1. Because I will be totally and utterly shocked, not if he does. Now you know I was very disappointed the other night because we had every chance of getting a late goal um, to go three-one uh, when that one hit the uh, hit Darlow's face. I was I was disappointed. <laughs> I thought finally I've got my three-one, but it was not to be. So, um, but this is this is exactly the kind of game that could finish three-one. You know you. We, we we put the game to bed early on. We take, we take our foot off the gas, and wah, wah, wah. The, <laughs> we take our foot off the gas, and they get a late a late consolation goal. However, Chris, however, oh, well, you're not going for I'm that though. Go, you're not going for that. I'm going to go for a two nil. A two nil, brilliant. Yeah. Well, I'm not quite going for what you say. I am going to go for a two one because I do That's have becoming your standard. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I went two-two the other week. Now two-one. I do honestly think that it's a, it's an away game, FA Cup. They've nothing to lose. We're we're going in as favourites, which is always fated, um, fatal, I should say. And I think we've we've always we've always got 
letting a goal in in us, if you know what I mean. But uh, I prefer yours, but I, I honestly think they might not get one. But fingers crossed they won't. Craig, thank yeah. you very much as always, sir. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for everybody for uh, for taking part. And I've just made a note here that you haven't gone for 3-1 because it may never, ever happen again. <laughs> It'll probably end up 3-1, won't it? <laughs> you know what? If it does, I will literally... I will wet myself laughing if it does now. So that's what you've got to do. Every time you don't go for a score, that's what we're going to get. Craig, you stay yeah. safe, mate. Thanks very much as always. Thanks a lot. Your cottage pie is waiting. Never let it be said that I keep a man away from his cottage pie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank you, everyone. Take care. See you stay next safe. Tuesday, mate. See you next Tuesday. Cheers. So thanks to Craig there. Um, and just a couple of quick ones here before we go. Uh, Andy Medhurst, I'll go 1-3 instead of Craig. Andy, you're not getting the prize now. We're avoiding the three ones. And um, somebody here has gone for 3-2 to Leicester City. Pratt to score first. Hey, let's face it, as long as we get through, I'd take anything, as long as it's a win. Thanks very much for joining in, guys. Remember... Uh, we are available on catch-up if you want to watch it or you've missed any of it on Leicester Till I Die TV. And if you prefer the spoken word to the visual one, looking at me, I don't blame you, then we are available Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and your favourite podcast app. I will be back tomorrow night. Uh, I'll be joined by Mark at 7 o'clock for the first in a quick series of transfer shows every Wednesday. What we want to know next tomorrow, because we don't think we've been linked with too many players yet, which isn't like us, we want to know what positions you think we need to bring players in on. So if we don't get linked with anybody between now and tomorrow night, we don't sign anybody between now and tomorrow night, we're going to be looking at the positions, like striker maybe, for the positions that you think we need to fill um, in this January transfer window, or do we? January transfer windows can be completely bad, depending how we work it. But uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow with Mark. We'll see you then. Thanks a lot, guys. Remember, lockdown, so make sure whatever you do, you stay safe. Bye-bye Hello. now. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Shut up and sit down. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back.
Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.